This week's episode is sponsored by Day Date Austin, bringing you all the best daytime date ideas in the Central Texas area. Visit daydate.site for the best ideas in brunch, bar hopping, and more. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. All right, we want to start this week's episode with a moment of silence for our friend Justin Moreno. South Congress Podcast, episode 24. I'm your host, Cameron. Here my man, Peanut. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. Just uh, just happy to be here. How, how you been? I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, so, yeah, if you heard the opening of the show, um, I don't really know how to get into the conversation. Um, you know, Peanut and I have known each other since we were, what, 12, 13 years old. Um, Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, met each other playing football. Um, guy, we were both, uh, you know, good friends with, played ball with, um, had classes with. Uh, guy Justin Moreno recently passed, and um, you know, you called me like Sunday morning. And the thing is, like, you 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 know something's not quite right. Like Peanut never calls me on the phone. Like we don't call each other on the phone. Like we text. You know, we're in the group chat. And so I got a call, and it's like you know nine ten in the morning. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Um, and you kind of let me know what happened. Um, do this first. Um, let everybody know what's going on next week, and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, next week they're having, um, the family's having a, uh, basically a celebration of life for Justin at his, uh, his old job at the well, uh, the dance hall area from three to five. Do you have an address on that? Uh, that I, you know, I might have an address. Um, and so this is, um, if you are in San Antonio, I do. Um, okay. If you're in San Antonio Sunday, uh, July 15th. You can definitely stop by, um, show some love to uh, family and friends. Go ahead, Pina. You got it. Yeah, the address is uh, 5539 say Boulevard, San Antonio, Texas, 78249. It's just a way for like um, you know family and friends to kind of get together, uh, celebrate the life of um, our really good friend Justin. Um, you know, the crazy thing is I've known him since elementary. Yeah. And, you know, we used to play, you know, recess together. We play football, middle school, play football, high school. Um, post high school, you know, we hung out, have many random trips to, uh, like Krispy Kremes, um, stuff like that. And just, you know, just kind of bullshit even go to, um, I remember, uh, one of the fondest memories was we went to, uh, when Jackass first came out, it was me, Justin, Steve, Javi, and, uh, Albert. 
we all went to um, go watch the movie, which is now um, the Westlake's Theater. And then afterwards, we just kind of got, you know, we were young and dumb. And because uh, we were like, what, maybe, I think like in post-high school, like 18, 19 years old when the first one came out. And we decided to go to the, the Lowe's right next on 151. And, you know, just doing jackass-type stunts. Uh, he got in a uh, shopping cart. He had me push him. And I think I have it on film somewhere. And I pushed him, and he, and he hit a curve, and he flipped out of it. And then he put me in it and pushed me into, like, one of the big uh, the 18-wheelers, like the trailers. And I hit it, like, you know, face-first kind of thing. And, you know, like I said, we're, we're just being just silly and stuff. But, you know, uh, you know d- definitely, a, you know, a really great guy. Um, great family as well. Uh, his mother's very, was very involved, you know, since elementary with everything, um, you know, sports, you know, his mm-hmm. upbringing, you know, great, great mother, uh, his brothers, like, you know, Josh and Jared, you know, great brothers as well. Uh, good guys. And, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, condolences, you know, to the Moreno family. Um, and, you know, yeah, sure. I'm for sure going to be there, uh, uh, Sunday so I can, uh, give them condolences in person um you know i didn't really hit them on facebook because i just kind of felt it's not very personal i'd rather be there in person because you know i've known them you know since i was like little you know so i just kind of want to be there and you know just to you know just one like uh one last thing you know for um our friend justin yeah i hit um like i hit josh that day and just told him i was sorry um i remember when i finally like when i graduated college so this is probably this is actually like I can tell you what day it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, not when I graduated, but the day that, that this story happened. It was March the uh, March the eighteenth, two thousand and ten. Um, South by Southwest, and Justin and his little brother Josh, and um, it was I don't know if it was Josh's girlfriend or a girl Justin was seeing. I'm not sure, but you know, Justin hit me, and like Justin never like asked me for anything. And he's like, hey, um, so we were trying to go to this show for South by Southwest. Like, would it be a problem if we stayed with you? I was like, of course not. Like, Justin's the sweetest guy. Like, I'm Justin, I, that phrase, like, give you the shirt off your back is used for a lot of people. Justin would absolutely do that. Oh, definitely. And the sure. shoes. Like, he's, he was the sweetest guy. And so it was the least I could do. Um, you know, we, you and I joke about stuff and we talk we tell these crazy stories and we're it's sad when when good people go like I I know it's sad for somebody when anybody goes but it's really sad when good people go and between you know between you Justin and Steve Mm -hmm. um, I just I don't know of better people you know, and, and so the world isn't as good as it was a week ago because Justin's not here. Yeah, um, that's true. So, you know, he um, and you can just see it with how people talks about how people talk about him, like the memories they have of him. Um, he's absolutely going to be missed. And, you know, anybody in San Antonio, if you get a chance to stop by um, Sunday the 15th, I'm sure everybody will appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, um. Rest in peace, Justin. Um, so yeah, we uh, they needed to be done. Um, oh, that Golden State Super Team Peanut just became a bit more super. Um, we typically do these shows, you know, Friday or Saturday, um, and of course, like free agency, 
opened up, opened up Sunday. Oh, hell yeah, it did. So, uh, you know, Everybody got to work real yeah. quick. LeBron's a Laker. That's probably yep. story number one. Um, Four-year deal. Um, and it's interesting because think about the trades between uh, L.A., Golden State. I'm, not, I'm sorry, L.A., Cleveland, and Utah that kind of paved the way for all this. And so L.A. got rid of like Jordan Clarkson's contract and Larry Nance Jr.'s contract. And now they have LeBron James in room to like make some moves. They have LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, like JaVale McGee. Like it's a well, different team. Yeah. Listen, JaVale McGee is one coach away. And Steve Kerr <laughs> proved that. JaVale McGee is an NBA champion. Matter of so fact, JaVale McGee, McGee is a two-time <laughs> NBA champion. True. And he was a starter for a, a spell. I think that kid's got all the talent in the world, but he's a goof. Um, so, yeah, that's the Lakers. And so, you know, a few other moves. People got paid. Chris Paul gets his big fat contract. We saw right before we got on uh, to record, Devin Booker has his big contract now. Um, so all this stuff is happening. And then Golden State defending NBA champion uh, two-time. Defending NBA champion Golden State signs Demarcus Cousins. So now, Jesus. Yeah. so now they have Steph Curry, uh, surefire Hall of Famer at the one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Thompson, probably a Hall of Famer, definitely going to be go down as one of the best shooters ever, percentage wise, at the two. Um, depending on what day of the week it is. You either have Draymond or uh, Kevin Durant at the three or the four. Um, Draymond is going to go down as one of the best defensive players ever. Probably a Hall of Famer. Kevin Durant, surefire Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Is going to finish his career probably as a top ten, maybe top five scorer. And now you have DeMarcus Cousins, who is probably, if not the best center when right now, definitely the best center when he's healthy in the league. This is like when... Um like in the NBA games, like NBA Shootout or NBA Live, before they had the whole uh, management yeah. part in the game where you can just trade whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like uh, Adam and I, we used to play NBA Shootout 98, and we'd kind of build our own little super teams. I remember I had like Michael Jordan, like Penny Hardway, and Grant Hill, like, you know, just, you know, just, just trade away, like literally like some scrub for like, you know, this All Star, and obviously there's nothing to block it. Yeah. I feel like this is this in real life now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really the NBA dropped the ball. Like, nobody offered him a contract. Like, nobody offered him a deal. And so Golden State says, remember, he called them. He was like, hey, what you got? He said, no, we got $5 million for you. Bet. He said, okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, you can't. Anybody who... It's been a weird week because everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to watch the NBA because it's not going to be competitive. You're still going to watch. Like you've literally. Won't, well, well, here's the thing. Say what you want. Mm-hmm. People who have literally proved that that stuff about boycotting the NBA is not true because the ratings keep going up. So I'm not saying I you won't see, I do it. I want to see proof on that. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, open up Google. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out because because I mean, obviously, it's like more, Golden State's pretty yeah. much in the driver's seat. But like more people it, are watching though. Like I. I hear what you're saying. More people are watching or people from California are like a lot of people from California are watching now. The fallacy is that people in California are Golden State fans. They're not. They're they're gonna be now. Well, well no, but they're I gonna mean, be watching now because Lakers have a good squad, 
Well, no, they're, they're going to no Golden again. State. They're going to go up again this year. But yeah. I don't care if nobody in Minnesota watches basketball. Like if the entire state of North Dakota says, "Oh, I'm not watching the NBA now." I don't care. Well, There's only like five thousand people in North but Dakota. That's who, that's who sticks by that stuff about not watching. Yeah, because everybody else. They well, lie, no, well, and they well, watch. I know well, that's what I'm saying, but you know, but now it's like it's a global product. It's not just you know here, but it's it's a global. Yeah. Product so, but then okay, there are worthwhile things to boycott, but it's been proven that people aren't not watching the NBA because of super teams. Because like we even talked about this, like when you really think about it, the NBA has always been composed of super teams. There's always three or four teams that are going to win the championship. Like very rarely is that any different. Um, like we had that whole conversation about all the teams that have won the NBA championship since uh, Michael Jordan's second retirement. Um, our fact checkers, who we love and want to choke sometimes, um, <laughs> let us know that we left out. I think Dallas. Dallas. We left out Dallas in the conversation one time. I don't care about the Dallas Mavericks, so I'll leave them out again when I do this again. Um, but yeah, like it's it's always a few teams that are capable of winning. This isn't going to be any different. We all want to see what LeBron does in L.A. Like, we do. We, we're all curious about how that's going to work. We love people in new uniforms. Um, I mean, he's going to dominate. I mean, you can put him in a Brooklyn S jersey. He's still going to dominate. Yeah, it, it'll, gonna, no matter what yeah. team he's on, he's he's going to carry that. He's proven that he can carry sorry-ass teams to the finals. I mean, are they going to make there. the playoffs? I think they do now. As, top, long, as long as... Top four seed? No. Okay, so... I don't think they get top four. Okay, so Golden State, Houston, OKC maybe, and... I don't know, about, I don't know if OKC even gets a top four either. Golden State, Houston... Well, I don't know. Maybe they might because I don't know. But think about anymore, it. Like, so. But who would you say after after Golden State and Houston? Who would be your three? Utah? Like, probably... Like, OKC has as good a shot as any team at being a top... Yeah. You know. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, one. Especially, I guess now more. It's, it's about the field. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. So, so let's get local. Okay. Tony Parker. I went to a bar last night. Um, I saw a guy in a Tony Parker jersey. We look at each other. I say, "Hey," he says, "Hey," I'm like, "It's gonna be cool, man." Like we we're spoiled, and it's just gonna take time, and we'll get used to it, and we'll be good. And then we hugged, and it was cool. <laughs> like Tony Parker is uh, supposedly because I don't I don't buy into a lot of this stuff, but Tony Parker is supposedly, you know the the straw that uh, broke the camel's back for Kawhi. Yeah, uh, as far as him kind of equating injury, um, I don't know how true that is, uh, but you know whether it's true or not, he went and got his money. Um, I guess he feels like he still has a little bit left in the tank. Um, so yeah, two year deal. He's definitely going to be yeah, yeah two year ten million. He's definitely going to be the elder statesman over there. Um, so yeah, I mean, and good luck to him. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's all it's all a uh, best thing. Well, wish for Tony. I mean, like I said, you know, I, I'm kind of the same way. I really don't buy in the whole Kawhi thing because that. Honestly, when it comes to that, I really don't know what to believe anymore. Now yeah. that you're hearing like the camp hit him like he's a grown ass man. And that's why he can't make his own decision yeah. for him. Like, come on. That's why himself. I don't like. I remove myself from stories like this. Yeah. And I don't try to assign blame or attitude to anybody. Like, it's just he's going to be here or he's not going to be here. And best of luck to everybody involved. Like, I can't. Now let I me ask you this. Mo- yeah. With all this going on with him, with his drama and stuff, does mm-hmm. this hurt his stock? No. No. 
because cool. every team every team thinks they can fix the guy who has a problem elsewhere. Like Kyrie Irving's a crazy person, and every team would want him right now, except Golden State. Like, and great transition because that's what I want to talk about. Okay, so um, <clears throat> they did the three three of the main beat writers mm-hmm. for uh, the Cavaliers for the last four years did a podcast together, right? And here are the things that they said about LeBron and Kyrie in that 2016 championship. Okay. Which is why, again, like I wait for these stories because this is insane. Um, two of the writers were notified by LeBron's camp or the Cavaliers camp that before LeBron had even opted out, the Lakers' decision was pretty much a done deal. Okay. Okay. Immediately after the 2016 championship, somebody in LeBron's camp told one of the writers that his next plan was to go to the Lakers to play with his friends. Um, so you assume that's D Wade, CP3, and Melo, right? Um, Kyrie never really had any strong relationships within the Cavs organization, uh, both before and during the time that LeBron was in Cleveland. Um, Kyrie did not like Mike Brown because of Larry Hughes. You remember Larry Hughes? Oh, yeah, I remember Larry Hughes. Yeah. He didn't like him because of Larry Hughes, who is a, also a client of Kyrie's agent. And he had had a bad relationship with Larry Brown. Um, and there was a serious debate within the Cavs organization to choose Dion Waiters over Kyrie Irving at one point. Wow, really? Yeah. Kyrie did not like Tyron Lue very much. Um, and this was made worse after Ty Lue told the media that the players need to put their brands aside, meaning that Kyrie and Kevin Love needed to stop worrying about endorsements and trust LeBron to lead the team because your endorsements want you to take more of a larger role because they're supporting you. Um, Ty Lue admitted to one of the writers that Kyrie treated him like a stranger since day one and that he could never really break through to him. Okay? Um, Kyrie did not like taking questions about LeBron. I get that. Alpha male, like even though LeBron's that guy, if you believe in your abilities, I understand that. Um, one of the writers is writing a story about LeBron's improved three-point shot, and Kyrie got annoyed when he was approached about the changes in LeBron's technique. Um, he didn't like that the media made a really big deal about LeBron wearing those I can't breathe shirts, despite the fact that Kyrie was the first calf to wear that shirt. Um and all of the reporters involved believe that that really bothered him. Um, one of the writers approached LeBron at the start of the season, so the start of the 2017-2018 um, season, and told him that you and LeBron hid the status of your relationship really well. Um, and LeBron agreed. Like, they just didn't get along. Um, Kyrie and his camp were talking about leaving after the title, Okay. Um, Kyrie's dad wanted a bigger role in the organization and didn't like that one of LeBron's friends had a big role in the organization. Hold on. Rewind that again. Say that again. Kyrie's dad okay. wanted a bigger role in the ori- in the organization, in the Cavs, and didn't like that one of LeBron's friends had a large position there. So basically, and I, I, I you can't see the faces Peanut's making. I agree. And the only thing about it is, well, they're not qualified, but you let him have it. People are catty like that when there's money involved. 
Um, so I'm not, I don't agree with his dad, but I see where he's coming from. Um, one of the big reasons that Kyrie wanted out of Cleveland last year was because the team was built to LeBron's strengths. And if LeBron left, Kyrie would be left with the parts that benefited LeBron's game. Um, so yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense. You built this team for another guy. And if he leaves, I'm stuck and I'm not going to waste my twenties. Like, with a bunch of spare parts that I can't do anything with. Um, the flat earth thing really bothered Kyrie. Hey, then don't say it. But uh, yeah, the flat yeah, earth no thing shit, really right? bothered him. Um, he didn't like that he was getting attention about that instead of serious things like political and social stuff like LeBron was. You did it to yourself, buddy. Yeah. Um, Trying to make a statement like that, that's going to bring a lot of attention. They say Kevin Love and LeBron's relationship was rocky in the first year because Love came to camp out of shape. Like, Kevin Love looks like a whole different person than he did when he came into the league. So, I understand that, but, like, salute him for, you know, getting that done. Um, They said Kyrie didn't talk to any of his teammates between the Indiana and Toronto series last year. Like, wow. Um... They said after game six of the uh, finals in 2015, they said that's the most dejected they'd ever seen LeBron. Um, He sat there in his locker for an hour with a towel over his head. Um, The second most dejected was after game one, this series, when JR made that bad play. Um, And he said like after doing all that, you know, he did so much to get them there, winning game sevens, hitting game winning shots. Um, but yeah, he's just yeah, he's definitely that man. I mean, he he, he, he literally gave his blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. into that organization, and I, I can see where LeBron's coming from. It to me, it just never seemed like Dan Gilbert never really took his own organization serious. He never really put good parts around LeBron to help him be successful. Mm-hmm. He gave him maybe one okay one with Kevin Love. I mean, obviously Kevin Love, he he did great in Minnesota. Yeah, obviously his numbers are going to go down in Cleveland. You know, because you got LeBron, you have J.R. Smith, mm-hmm. you know, when they had Kyrie Irving and all that, um, your number's going to go down a little bit. But it's just like, I kind of feel like Kevin Love, like, he he just kind of, like, once he got on the team, he just kind of backseat, just kind of relaxed, and he didn't really pull his weight. He, you know, he wasn't he wasn't really pulling down the rebounds like when he was in Minnesota. He was getting almost like 10-plus rebounds a game type shit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really getting in there like the way he did with Minnesota. I felt like if you were to play like that, or even just if everybody kind of pulled their own weight, you know, around LeBron, he might have. There's a good chance he could stay in Cleveland. Yeah. But, you know, LeBron saw the writing on the wall. It would, you know, put, he, I guess, kind of puts it like this Do I stay in Cleveland and do the whole Kobe Bryant thing where I just, end of my career, I limp, mm. literally limp to retirement? Or do I go to another organization, have a chance to win mm-hmm. other players around me? I don't have to, you know, sacrifice my body as much. Yeah. And yeah. I don't blame him for, for going to the Lakers. I really don't. I no. mean, it sucks, you know, the Lakers of all teams. But you know what? If, if it's going to be better on his body, if he's going to make decent money, mm-hmm. if he's going to win games, I'm happy for him. If he's happy, I'm happy. You know, it's, it's a kind team of thing game, like, you know, but the team don't pay my bills. Do what? I said it's a team game, but the team don't pay my bills. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, true. Uh, and the last couple of things. Um, so they say D Wade played a big role in the midseason team meeting. Um, they felt like the locker room was broken after that, and it was a reason he was sent back to Miami. And they say that Game Four of the uh, of the 2016 Finals, 
mm-hmm. uh, when Clay said basketball is a man's game and LeBron must have gotten his feelings hurt, they said it just changed everything in LeBron's demeanor, and that led to them winning the championship. So, yeah, really interesting stuff. Um, so, I'll, I'll wait a few years for these stories to come out about what really happened with Kawhi, and then, you know. It'll probably be less of a big deal then. But yeah, I will not cast aspersions on that man, even though I don't have a Spurs jersey, so I'll just burn my Kawhi Funko Pop. Oh, shut the it's fuck still up with that. The funniest no, thing that's ever. the stupidest thing ever fucking said. That's you, so you stupid. You don't understand how jokes work. That's I do understand how that. jokes work. That's just so fucking stupid. But it's like, I don't have a jersey, so I'm going to burn a toy. That's so but fucking it's, trash. It's a commentary on how I, dumb I, I jersey know. burning is. Yes, I know. Do you? We, yes, but, no, still, no, but do you? But it's so stupid. I feel it's like I like, I feel like Uncle I just Pop. I feel like I just explained the joke to you. No, I mean, I got it from the beginning, but I'm like, you know, Funko Pop. Miguel, does he get the joke? Nope. I didn't think he got the joke. And fuck you, too. <laughs> it's no, it's just, no, putting, like, funk, saying Funko Pop makes it so funny. I, I love it. I love it. It's the best joke ever. Um, You're probably the kind of person that actually legit loves friends or some shit. You used to have a Dane Cook movie on DVD. No, I didn't. Wait, no, I didn't. I've seen it at your, I've seen it at your apartment. Which apartment? I've seen Employee of the Month. No, 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 no. That Adam, Adam had it. Is Adam your best friend? Yeah. Well, no. Yes, yes, yes. But still, I rest growing my case. up, growing up. But I'm just saying, we're <laughs> no, roommates together. No, he owned that no. movie. If you have Dane Cook, no, no, no. I didn't have Dane Cook. He had Dane Cook. Do you, do you like the movie Division Three? No. I love that movie. I can't even, I can't look at movie. It's so good. Oh my no, God. Okay, no, okay, I would so, never waste my time on such trash. No, but the NBA is a fascinating time. Um, it's it's going to be interesting, but yeah. I'm still not going to watch it. Yeah, I don't watch a regular season anyway. I'm not going to watch it. Just, <laughs> like I said, I, just say, I don't really watch regular season. No, I'm just, I don't even watch playoffs um, either because the narrative's already been written for us. We already know who's going to win. And, you know, now if the Warriors get knocked out, I'll probably start watching them. You're definitely going to watch the playoffs. No. So if I'm like, hey, playoff game's on, you're going to be like, I'm going to go sit outside? I'll be in here, but I'll probably just be on my phone or, I don't know, Doing maybe be on shit. Tinder or some shit. I don't maybe know. Maybe be on Tinder. What are you, you going to put in your profile? Likes to have fun. Doesn't like competitive basketball. Doesn't like to doesn't like to watch the NBA, so why don't you come play with my balls? I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> oh, my God. Yo, so... um. Let's talk about the Fourth of July. All right, um, we were all set up, had the had the barbecue ready, had the liquor popping off, and uh, then it rained. So <laughs> it was still a good time. It was cool, no. So um, it was me, it was you, it was Faye, uh, Robin, and Latavia. It was Miguel here. Uh, my man Jay came through. Uh, Travis came over. And we, uh, so we start, they ate hamburgers outside, you know, hamburgers were off the chain. Oh, oh fuck God. yeah, they're very they're good. so good. Yeah, they're, um, they're amazing. But then we came in the house, and my man Jay uh, made fajitas, oh, yeah, made some hot dogs. Yo, we watched, uh, so first we were watching Mario Maker, right? And then we watched a couple of games. We watched Bloodborne. Miguel was fascinated. He likes the horror shit, that's Sitting why. back drinking his Labatt Blue, trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> um, I was surprised he didn't pop in with Lone Star Line. That's yeah, what I was right? Every time the bar, uh, Lone Star, give me a Lone Star Light. Lone Star Light. <laughs> so then, um, what? Then we, uh, what did we watch? We watched Predator Two. We watched Ninja Assassins. We started watching. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Frat Bro. Uh, dude, oh, Frat Bro Massacre dude, Three or dude, some shit. Yeah. What the fuck was that? And it wasn't even a, a real sequel. 
There was no Fat Bro Massacre before that. That shit was stupid. Yeah, it was trash. We tried to watch it, but Faye wouldn't let us because she was hating. That's the kind of, that frat bro movie is definitely the kind of movie where you invite a girl to come over, you put it on, because you know she's going to get bored as fuck with it, so. What are you doing right now? You're you're killing yourself right now. I'm not doing it to myself. I would never do that shit. Okay. You just, you just, terrible movie and chill right after you said, come play with my balls. That's what's funny. happening. But it it's is, funny. I, I would not actually going to do that. How many, how many apple teenies have you had tonight? None. Oh. I haven't an apple teeny since like two thousand and. Yo, you thought them shit was you thought them was fire for a minute. Back so then, like, yeah, back then yeah, they were good. Yeah, apple yeah, back teenies and fucking yeah. incredible hulks. Yeah, we we're like, oh fuck yeah, oh, they're so good. And then we're or even though it was Amaretto Sours and all that shit, we thought we were so cool. When we were twenty one. We realized we're how fucking lame we were. You know what didn't happen to us when we went to go barbecue? What happened? Nobody asked us for our IDs at the pool. That's. And he calls the police. I'll jump in my own story here. Um, y'all got to stop calling the police on people if there's not a serious crime happening. Because there's no reason to have that tension. And if somebody overreacts, somebody gets shot, it's not your fault. Because you were doing the right thing. No, you were putting people in danger and hoping something bad happened to them. Whether it was jail or otherwise. So stop calling the police on people who aren't committing actual crimes. But, yo, he calls the police, and the lady got all her shit together, boy. She's like, yeah, um, here's my pool ID. Um, I live here. He has no right to ask me any of this. And here's the crazy part, though. He actually can't let go of it. He can't just say, no, I was wrong. No, I don't ask him if she lives here. It's not for you to know, dog. Like, it doesn't affect you whatsoever, but <sighs> cop eventually says, like, she should be here. Like, she has every right to be here. And a lady asks him, would you like to apologize? He doesn't say anything. Like, would you like to apologize for this? And, yo, he just keeps beating around the bush. He walks off with his kid, won't do it. Turns out, gets fired from his job because Twitter is amazing. And then you see him sitting in an interview with the news. Well, this isn't the person I am and I'm really embarrassed. No, bitch, you are not embarrassed because she asked you in the moment after it was proven that she belonged there. After it was proven you were out of line, you could have still hidden your racism by saying, you know, I was out of line. That was wrong of me. I really do apologize. And it would have been squashed. You would have had the plausible deniability for us not to believe you're a racist piece of shit. But you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. That racist bone in your body started ticking. Started doing all that. And here you are, stuck out there. You ain't got no job. And now you probably can't afford your pool. You can't probably can't afford your pool fees. So sucks to be you. Enjoy the bathtub, bitch. Oh man. Peanut, what else you got, man? Uh, well, like, same situation happened with, uh, with a lady. Uh, I guess the same, uh, department. Same situation. You know, basically called the, the cops on this couple, black couple, because husband had on socks. Or boyfriend or whatever he was, had on socks. And hats and shit. She's like, well, you can't have that. They video the pool, there's people in the pool with hats on and shit. Same thing happened with her. Didn't apologize, nothing. She lost her job, too. 
I just I don't get it, man. I, it, you, that's what I'm saying. It, it's so silly. It, it's like, do people not watch the news? Do people not watch? pay attention to shit's going on like motherfuckers are really losing their job over stupid shit like this like why would you continue to act up i guarantee you donald trump is not going to come down and be like oh hired them for fox news world don't work like that it's like he's telling my students that um when i would tell them like you know my old students i would tell them you know don't get pregnant you know at this age because i'm telling you right now mtv is not going to come down here and offer you a deal to put you on teen mom like they don't care about you, you guys. A, you a little too dark to be on team, mom. <laughs> real talk. I didn't say it like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I kind of alluded to that. I was like, they don't care about people in, the, in this kind of community. You don't, we, don't, we don't look a certain way and we don't have, you know, you guys don't have a certain kind of money. They don't a, give a fuck about there you. There is a reason that the poster child for the Second Amendment is a pretty curly haired white girl. Like, there's a reason for that. That's not like, an accent either. They're trying, no, exactly. Like they're 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 absolutely pushing an agenda, and for your agendas to work, people have to look a certain way. They have to present a certain lifestyle. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't just. There's not a bunch of companies who are going to say, "Oh, this racist was fired for the wrong reason, so let's give him a job in one of our offices." Because chances are, like, you're not pretty enough. You're not young enough. Even if you're white enough, like, like. It just doesn't work like that. People aren't chopping at chopping at the bit to make sure that you're taken care of after you do some stupid shit. Like it just doesn't work like that. Um, and, and and you know we got to talk about my man at the Whataburger. Um, oh shit! And so you know you catch the video kind of late in the game. It's two sixteen year old kids, and apparently he knocked the kids' uh, "Make America Great" hat off and threw a soda at him. Um, People want me to be upset about that. And then they say things like, well, all that's going to do is rile up such and such. I, I hear you. Hell, they're already riled up anyway. They've been riled up since, you know, Trump got put in office. I mean, it's going to happen. You're not going to get me to say that I'm against throwing drinks at people. Like, I... You're not gonna get me to say I'm against slapping the hats off people's heads. Like I, I, I understand that there are some strong similarities between things like that. Um, I think I would be being intellectually dishonest if I didn't say that there are deeper differences with things like this and. When you choose not to talk about the things that motivate people and the things that push people to be fed up, I think that you're only having part of a conversation. And if if you choose not to be analytic, then I'm not really interested in the conversation with you. So, you know. And I just think it's like it's pretty hilarious how that that kid you know who got his hat jacked which you know that sucks or whatever mm. but he went from hey i just want to have a sit down conversation all this shit to overnight instagram will tell that libtard he can keep my fucking hat you mm. sassy motherfucking yeah, yeah. soft ass no, pussy he, fuck you chances are like that that's the thing like he knew what he was doing chances are he saw the bitch in you 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, and, and if, and if, you know, and if, if, if he made himself, he put himself too much on the radar and he got into a bunch of trouble over it, that sucks. But chances are he saw the bitch in you. A lot of times you can just kind of see bitch. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah. Um, outside of seeing bitch, outside of the NBA, um, that's about what I have, man. Anything else you got before we get out of here? No, I mean, nothing much. I mean, that's pretty much what I want to pinpoint on as well. Yeah. I mean, that's about um, it. Yeah, so it was, you know, kind of a different week for us. Oh, 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 one more thing. Yeah. Um, happy NWO Day to you, sir. Well, happy NWO Day to you, too. This day 22 years ago, um, Bash at the Beach, uh, Hulk Hogan joins Scott Hall and Kevin Nash as his uh, as their mystery opponent to defeat the macho man Randy Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger um, to form the NWO. Um, I have... I got a bunch of NWO stuff, man. Or, or NWO-adjacent stuff. Like, I definitely have... I used to have a Wolfpack t-shirt. Did you, I, have, I have a Scott Hall t-shirt. Um, I have... Hall and Nash Outsiders action figures. That's I have pretty a, cool. Yeah, I have an NWO Hollywood tank. I have an NWO Wolfpack shirt. Um, yeah, just just a different time, a way to, and that stuff is still cool. Like NWO is never going out of style. I love oh, no, it. NWO the greatest and worst things to happen to wrestling. Yes, it's super enduring, crazy popularity became wild, overinflated. Like NWO was basically fashion over at one point, or SoundCloud because everybody was rapping on that bitch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everybody wanted to be in it, and Every, then it's like, what do you, what yeah, do you do? Man, like everybody's NWO. The whole roster is pretty man. much be NWO. Like, who do you put matches against? What do you do at that point? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, um, still good times. I'm still copping NWO. Um, yo, we're getting those outsider shirts. I don't care what you say. I'm super happy about those. They re-released the outsider shirts. I'll um, probably buy one. Yeah, so we got to make that happen. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about all I have, man. Um, any questions, comments, or concerns? Feel free to email us at southcongress at gmail.com. That's S O U T H K O N G R E S S at gmail.com. Um, make sure if you are on Twitter, of course, uh, follow me at Seahawk, C E E H A W K. Um, you can follow the show at South Congress, S O U T H K O N G R E S S. And you can also follow me now. SK underscore peanut P-E-A-N-U-T. Oh, boy. It's going to be a mess on there. Oh, it's going to be funny. I'm pretty excited. Once I start actually. Yeah, if there's nothing else, it's been the South Congress podcast, episode 24. Um, you know, just one more time. Um, definitely a shout out to our man, Justin Moreno. You'll definitely be missed. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. For my man, Peanut, I am Cameron. And we're out. <laughs> South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.